and welcome to episode number 86 of the Go With The Energy Flow podcast. In this episode, Lynn and I will be talking about self-help and what to do when self-help and self-development doesn't help you. So some questions to see if this episode is for you. Um, number one is going to be, when it comes to self-help, are you not sure where to start? Number two is, are you feeling overwhelmed with the amount of information that's out there? So maybe you're consuming content piece after content piece, and you're still not really feeling any better. And number three, to see if this episode is for you, do you find it difficult to tune into what's best for you in your unique situation? Um, So in this episode, we're going to offer a shift in perspective on self-help, as well as offer some some insight into why self-help may not be working for you. Get right into it is perspective shift number one on self-help. This is regarding the input and the output of new information. So this is, I like to kind of refer to it as soul nourishing content versus using content as a distraction. So what is the difference between these two things? So input of new information and when is that input of new information truly helping us? When is it being soul nourishing content? And the difference between this is between that soul nourishing and the distraction creating content lies within our emotional centers. So the nice thing is you get to determine what is helping you versus what isn't helping you. How do we determine this? So when we're learning, when we're intaking this information, if we feel a heavy energy in our bodies, like we feel overwhelmed, we feel shame, we feel guilt, or even boredom, it's a clear indication from our body to put a pause on consuming that content for a moment and then kind of look within because this can mean our body is closed at the moment to receiving a new information or that the content that you're consuming is not soul nourishing. So for me, sometimes I will be in a mood where I will take a pause from a certain piece of content and I'll come back to it. And when I come back to it, it just absorbs so much better and I'm able to take in what it's truly saying like through the heart versus before if I was in this this mood where I didn't really want to input, I was in a closed off mood where I didn't want to intake new information. I wasn't really hearing the information through my throat center, through my heart center. So really the the indication here is to listen to your body and, and be really in tune with your body because our body will communicate to us through our emotions and our feelings. So here it's asking us to tune into our current state of being, bring awareness to what we're feeling. And then also if we're feeling that openness or if we're feeling that closeness. So some examples of this would be to journal what you're feeling right now. So if you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling annoyed, or maybe you're feeling hopeful, to be really honest with yourself on paper or even out loud if you want to talk to your phone memos or a trusted family member, partner, or friend. When we're really, really honest with ourselves like this, it opens that throat chakra center and we're able to see if, you know, if we're in that space where we can input new information, if we can take in information, or if we're in a space where we just kind of want to, if we're in a more contracted space where we want to create from the inside out uh, and output information. So once you identify your emotions, you can feel the place in your body where they sit and then you can express them from there. So some ways to express, cry, you can move your body, you can breathe, you can laugh. Anything that's going to move 
the energy from being stagnant in your body's energy centers is going to help you. And these are just a couple of the ways to express our emotions from the inside out, which is because we are feeling emotional beings. This helps us way more than any mental technique could. So a lot of the content we're consuming is is very mental. It's very in that mental space. And sometimes if we're not open to that, if we're too in our mental space ourselves, it's like um, a polarizing ma- or a, a magnet where it's turned. It's the word I'm looking for. It's like a polarizing magnet where they it won't attract. So it won't for too much in our inner headspace. It's hard for us to intake information that's going to be really heady. If we're in our heart space, it's easy for us to take in information on a deeper level, deeper capacity. So that's when it it really like will strike a chord in you is when this information that you're consuming you're in your, you're open to it. You're receiving it. So, um, on the other hand of this, if we're learning about something that's in the field of self-help or personal development, and we feel that openness, it's, it's like an excitement. It's a joy. Those are lighter emotions that are surrounding our learning and they're an indication to go deeper or at least just keep going in that direction because it means our bodies are open to receiving information and That's what we can describe as soul nourishing content because it excites us and it has the ability to really shift our perspective. Mm -hmm. To recap, when we're consuming information and feel heaviness or boredom, that is our body's way of telling us to pause, which can look like us turning into ourself. At times, we can get really deep and serious into personal development and we forget our humanness and we forget how to live out our experience as a human and experience joy and play and the beauty of doing nothing. So again, when we pause, this is us taking a break from input and consuming and moving to output and action. And action here can definitely look like self-care. It can look like rest. It can be anything that causes lightness and light emotions that make us feel good. The energy behind the intention is key. So at times, consuming information can be used as a distraction. Our subconscious will note the difference. So just pay attention to these emotions and the emotions we feel during an activity as your guiding light. When we're taking in information and it feels light and exciting, maybe we have a lot of aha moments. This is an indication to keep going as we're open to receiving. So next, we're going to go into the why behind self-help. So why is it that we seek out self-help? We're constantly seeking to improve our quality of life. This is instinctual. So one hypothesis we can offer is this. We instinctively know that when we renew or refresh our perspective on things or life in general, we can build a new reality for ourselves. So by altering our thoughts, habits, and beliefs, we not only alter our actions, but also our way of being and showing up in the world. Reality is based upon our own perspective, and it's a little bit influenced by the collective. However, we ultimately have the utmost control over shifting our own perspectives. To say that one doesn't is to dilute our power as individuals. The only thing that's really holding us back from allowing healing in is fear. So I know that Ali has some, I think you have some client session examples, like you've had some client sessions and that allowed healing for your clients, right, Ali? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I... 
I kind of wanted to touch on a client session where there's been, uh, this is one ongoing client of mine and she, um, at times I can feel when her energy is very open and she feels safe enough to heal and she receive all the information or the wisdom from her higher self. And then there's other times where she's very close and not feeling safe. So the one thing that you want to work on in that moment is feeling safe enough to heal and receive information before you even go into anything else. It's like helping your body feel safe. So are you able to take a full breath without the the fluttering? Are you able to release that breath without any like fluidly, without any bumps in your breath, if that makes sense? So it's like a full breath in, full breath out, and it's really circular. It's not, there's not any interruptions in it. It doesn't feel like you're gasping for breath. So that's us feeling safe in our bodies. Really allowing ourselves to feel safe is going to help that um, be able to dissolve naturally and alchemize it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. When we feel stuck or as if we can't like really improve the quality of our lives, we do find ourselves feeling down and in a self-help downward spiral. So the key here is really balance. Um, so balance is definitely what is needed in all aspects of life, just not self-help. However, uh, with self-help, and this is for like this is from me personally, this is just my personal experience, is I feel like it's so easy to get stuck in the world of self-help where you just consume content and you consume and consume and consume, but then you're missing the other half where it's like putting it into action. And I was watching a YouTube video and it really hit a lot, like really close to home. And I forget the channel's name because he's really good and I enjoy watching his YouTube videos. But he was talking about the same thing about self-help where he was reading books on how to communicate with people and how to talk to people and um, just connect with people. And the funny thing is I was reading some of the same books he was. I really wanted to uh, improve my communication skills and how to, you know, just talk to strangers, how to make small talk. And then he pointed out, it's like, instead of consuming content on how to communicate with somebody wouldn't it be more effective to actually go out there and talk to real humans and I was like that's a really good point I was like I'm sitting here and I'm reading all the books like how to talk to strangers or think fast and slow I forget that book's title I think I butchered that one but um but just reading all these books on how to like talk to people and I'm not actually going out there in having conversations with strangers. So I thought it was funny and ironic in that sense. I love that. I love the putting the experience, kind of putting the things you're learning into experience, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. And uh, with self-help, it really magnifies um, the things that we're lacking or the things that we quote unquote or coming up short as, um, and it puts you in a lack mindset rather than an abundance mindset as well, because it it's basically telling you that you need to improve some part of you because you're not good enough, or that's how it makes some people feel. For me personally, that's how it made me feel. And I think that that's where the balance comes in too, is just 
we're all human. Like we did not come out perfect and we will not be perfect either. I think our imperfection is what does make us a perfect human being. Um, So I think that's the one thing he also mentioned is just, it does put you in that mindset of lack and we need to remember to be in that abundance mindset. Mm, I love that. I love that observation too. The abundance Mm -hmm. versus versus lack has come up so much for me. And I love that you mentioned it (laughs) because (laughs) yeah, I was listening to, I think Louise Hay and she was talking about there can be an abundance and a lack mindset and literally everything. And I love that you mentioned it in this because I I was I think it was about time management or something and how I have like a lack mindset and time management because I never feel like I have enough time. And she was saying that's abun- or that's an abundance versus lack mindset. It's when you feel like you have all the time in the world versus you never have enough time. You're always busy. You're always rushing that's a lack mindset. And it's really cool to see it kind of that abundance slash lack mindset kind of manifest here in the um, Mm self-help department too, because I I guess it's self-help really encompasses almost everything, especially as, like you said, we're people that like to improve ourselves, but yeah, we can get caught in that perpetual cycle of wanting to keep evolving and improving. And when we're, we're not feeling I mean, a lot of the time it is coming as a distraction. We're not feeling worthy enough, like in our own. So we Mm -hmm. want to kind of distract ourselves from that feeling of unworthiness. So we're like, okay, well, what's going to make me feel worthy? It's if I'm a better communicator, it's going to make me feel more worthy. If I can speak better on my podcast, it's going to make me feel more worthy. And I've been in that so many times, even before most of my podcasts, I will try to do some tapping or something to be a better communicator because, you know, it's just that human nature of like the, the judging and nobody's perfect. Like, especially if, even if you do all the work in the world, like Lynn was saying, like you've got to embody it and you've got to have like go out and, and take the action on, on things. And it's like one part energetic and one part action. It's not like a thousand part energetic and zero parts action it's it's a nice balance so yeah I I love that you mentioned like the worthiness and um feeling worthy enough because we are human and um every human is imperfect imperfectly imperfect or perfectly imperfect (laughs) exactly and I feel like when it comes like for example like our podcast recordings um I feel like some of our best recordings are when we are just super gentle with ourselves we're not trying to force something um and we're very compassionate towards ourselves and we just kind of have fun with it and I think that can also be translated into everything else that we do too is when we don't try to force something that doesn't really kind of like work out at that moment it just ends up having like there's like a nice surprise at the end it does end up working out somehow when you're gentle so I think there's also that factor too is with self-help sometimes we're forcing ourselves to be a version that isn't really us and so like I find that it's just harder to kind of go about the day like for example for me like I think what was it I'm a very like immature person 
like super immature <laughs> like i i was reading this book on how to like um just basically be more eloquent and act like an adult and be like more professional in my workplace which i believe that people should be professional but it's just like i felt like i wasn't myself and i didn't feel comfortable and i didn't like it and i feel like i went through my days and it was just a lot harder because i was trying to force this version of myself that wasn't me and that i i can't like i don't want it to be me either anymore but it's just like things like that where when you try to force something that doesn't that isn't supposed to happen that way it just ends up making life a lot more difficult for you. Mhm, definitely. And you and I are very what's the word? um playful. <laughs> so, yeah, the having to be super professional and having to show up as eloquent people is mm-hmm. not really in our nature right now at this moment. So, um I think that the authenticity is is definitely when we have the most fun on our podcast is are my favorite episodes personally is when you and I are just having fun. And I think that's definitely translates, like you said, throughout other aspects of your life. So if anyone listening, you know, resonates with that and they, anything you're doing that's bringing you joy or fun, or you're just, that's like being in the flow, like things just flow. And even if they're not perfect, it's still, it's still a flow and it's still um, helping you in some way. So, um, yeah, really good point then. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I like this topic. This was fun. Yeah, it's a good topic because most of our topics come from when Lynn and I are just kind of catching up with each other like every week because we will try to record every week and we'll catch up with each other before we hit record and we'll find a podcast episode or a podcast idea from just us catching up. So this was one of those um, podcast ideas that came from us talking about self-help ourselves. So Mm -hmm. it's very close to our hearts and we hope that you guys um, found some value in that. And also wanted to add a little disclaimer at the end. So if you're kind of still feeling really lost in the realm of self-help, find a professional if that's, if that resonates with you for deeper help Um, We're not suggesting, you know, you just go about this on your own. If that's not what you're feeling like, if you're wanting to seek a professional, definitely do so. Um, It's just whatever resonates with your journey at this moment. So thank you for listening, guys. And we'll talk to you in the next one. Thank you. Bye.